Good morning, everybody. Happy New Week. You're all welcome to Moment with Mo. I will follow you. My name is Mutipola. Our discussion this morning is unscripted, and I pray that the grace of God will abide to us even as we are starting this new week on the wings of grace. So let's have a word of prayer. Most precious Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you because you have given us the grace to see another wonderful week that is yours. We pray, Lord, that this week we go in strength, we go in grace. All that is partaking to godliness, Lord, that you will give unto us and you will help us to live the life that is pleasing to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So the life we live, the life I now live, I live it by the grace of God. You know, that's Bible scripture. We must learn to focus on the future and overcome our internal battle of failure. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things today. We're going to talk about the unscripted you. Who are you? It's a question that we have to ask ourselves. What state of life am I? That's an important question that we need to ask ourselves to know that we are ready or we are not ready. And that's why I said the unscripted you. Are you working in victory? As the Son of God, Jesus Christ has already given unto you. That's another question you need to ask yourself. Am I walking in victory that Christ has given unto me? Oh, we all remember that when Christ died on the cross of Calvary, Bible says that hung is the one that is hung on the tree, meaning that he makes himself the selfless. He was the chief cornerstone, powerful, mighty, but still he allowed himself to be sacrificed. He gave himself unto death. Even those soldiers arrested him, we all know that they cannot help him down. But he allowed them, he surrendered himself unto death so that we can gain eternity. So the question I'm now asking us again this morning is, are you walking in the victory of the Son of God that Christ has already given to you? You must set your eyes on the promises of God. That is the way not to overwhelm yourself in the journey of life is you to focus yourself on the virtue that Christ has given unto you. If you have to look at all the things that is not working, is it the thing that is happening in Nigeria? Crisis of money? A lot of things. So for us not to overwhelm ourselves with the circumstances and situation of life, I mean to gaze our focus on God. Do you focus on the past failure, the result of the negative thinking that you always have? Because when you are focusing on the past failure, definitely you are meditating on past negative thinking and the truth is there are plenty of lies that the devil has bombarded us with, with in our everyday living because he always put us at the state of mind and the state of mind that he put us he always make us to remember things that is not working he always make us to remember those errors those little little things that christ has forgiven us but we refuse to forgive ourselves we are still dwelling in the past and if you cannot forgive yourself you know you think you definitely always be distracted and you wallow yourself in the past failure. And when you do that, you are not recognizing the grace and the glory of God that is in your life at all. Because you definitely believe in a life of unbelief. And Christ already finished everything on the cross. So who are we to still carry that cross on ourselves when Christ has laid his life down on the cross of Calvary so that we can be redeemed? So the devil will always hold you down with your past mistake, past error. So it is you that you need to hold on to the promises of God that Christ has said it is finished on the cross. Meaning that every sin, every infirmity, 
any pain, anything that is not right, that is not in right standing with God that you might have been before. The death of Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law and the new you is battered. That's why he said he unscripted you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you have you have to understand the truth in Christ and the death. The death of Christ brings freedoms. And not just freedom, it brings liberation, it brings healing, it brings long life, it brings prosperity. And most especially, the death of Christ gives us internal life. These are the truths about the about what Christ has given unto us. We have to accept this as a given. You know, I told you it's a given. John 3, 16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave, he gave us Christ to die on the cross of Calvary. And when the time of death came, Christ himself gave himself unto death. Nobody forces, nobody can even compel him, but he gave himself unto death. We need to have this understanding as well that Christ gave himself, he gave his life for us. His blood as life was laid down for the permanency, meaning that no matter any error that you have done in the past, as long as you can open your mouth and ask for the forgiveness, meaning that that sin has been forgotten, has been forgiven permanently, it can never resurface again. We are the only one that will always shut ourselves by remembering the errors of the past. We are allowing the devil to bombard us with wrong thinking, distracting us for the purpose, which is the redemption that Christ has actually given unto us. So by the time you gain the knowledge and remember that the blood of Jesus has given you life, and that life that Christ has laid down his life is for permanency, definitely, we will definitely live a life of awakening, and we will walk in the full knowledge of that. If you have somebody close to you, and, you know, the example is the person has actually struggled, go the extra mile to build a fine mansion for you. In that mansion, he has put all the gadgets, appliances, the recent smart TV, you know, that you can connect on Wi-Fi, on internet, do anything you want to do. He put inside the living room, splitted AC, everything set. And he decided to get you another fine car, Prado, maybe the recent, recent car back into the compound for you and after that he got a business brought a director on board make sure they invested and everything is set but because you don't know who you are you refuse to go near that person you are still living that you are you are, that you are wrong that person you are not making the right stand do you know as long as you tarry from that person every provision that that person has made available for you you cannot claim it because you have not even come to the recognition that other person has actually make everything for you. Because if you don't meet with the person, there is no you can get it. The same relationship scenario and painting. Christ died on the cross of Calvary. His death has given us everything. But we will refuse to accept that fact that Christ has already given us, paid for everything. We are still wallowing in the past error, in the past mistake. It's not you accept Christ as the Lord and personal Savior. Bible says that all that yoke that you are calling, he said you should carry his own yoke, carry his own yoke is lighter. Then, he said, for seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then every other thing, including prosperity, including long life, including, including freedom, including liberation, including that good health, it shall be given unto you. So it's until you come to recognition, accepting Jesus, then that's when you can claim your mansion, that's where you can get your project, that's where you can start as being the CEO of your organization. So everything still lies on us. If you accept and you come to meet the waiting of that somebody, 
which is Christ Jesus, waiting, knocking at the door of your heart, always. By the time you accept him, show up to receive that job, the business has created for you as a CEO, to that house that is waiting for you to occupy as a landlord, as also the car that is waiting for you to be the car owner. So every decision is still on on our choices. But as long as we do not accept or come closer to this, you know, we cannot lay claim of all the provision that God has given unto us. When Christ died on the cross of Calvary, he has laid down everything. So it's, it's on to us now to come and lay claim of all that belongs to us. Remember the story of the prodigal son. Prodigal son, after he has spent all, is until he came back to his senses and he come home. He, it, when he did not, when he wasn't to his senses, he was eating the big food. But the moment he came to his senses, what happened? His father was already waiting for him with open harm. And when his father, when his father saw him, he was so excited, he quickly called that they should go and make a feast. And Bible makes us understand that when he came, there was celebration. So also, Christ is always waiting for us. You have to take a step, replace all of those gifts with God's uh, an everlasting peace, with God's everlasting joy. And it's only we do that. That's when we recognize that the creation himself, that God has given unto us everything pertaining to godliness. They will be able to live our life to faith, to know that failure challenges, they are the thing of the past. We have overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So you know that the life now you that the life you now live now, you live by the Son of God, which has given you eternal life. You know, the death of Christ and everything, you also gave us faith. The Bible says that without faith, you cannot please God. So you have to have faith. For anything that you want to show up in your outside world, you have to have faith. And by faith, I mean confessing, believing God. And as long as you have faith, definitely it's a matter of time before you start experiencing them. You just accept them, and and at a matter of time, you start seeing them. I can tell you, if you don't do this, you have to speak to yourself that enough is enough. God is always waiting for you. So it is time for you to lay claim and live in prosperity. That's the abundance that God has given unto you. So what I'm emphasizing today is I want us to focus our mind on our future. Enough of living in the past. Let's take away our eyes from those pain, from those tribulations, from those struggles. That's where the devil wants us to be limited to. Let's take our eyes away from the past. Let's take up the future, which is God. Christ is the future. Christ is the hope of tomorrow. Christ is the hope of today. And when you put your faith in God and in that Christ, then definitely you know that your future is secure. You know that failure will be of things of the past. You know that the life you live is a life of favor. And you definitely receive a new fresh, a new fresh start that Christ has given unto you as your maker. And everything will be definitely rewarded. Just like the way the prodigal son enjoyed the word of his father. Despite he has taken his first inheritance. He came back again, they celebrated it, meaning that all the weight and all the prosperity that the father owns is going to come back. By the time they want to revive, they will still refer to him as the son of the rich man. So also, Christ is expecting us that we should come back to him today. And when you come back to him, everything that is pertaining to godliness, everything that is called influence, everything that is called prosperity, everything that is called favor will definitely be ours. And we'll know that God is more than enough for us. So I'm calling on to you. If you have not given your life to Christ, or you have given your life to Christ before, and you have lost it, maybe you have lost your faith by 
by by little things that happen to you and or maybe by little error by moving in the wrong company or by any chance you, you went to trials and you lose your first love which is crisis i'm calling you that today is another opportunity for you to regain your relationship with god oh remember that i said god has made provision for everything that is pertaining to life and godliness he has made provision for wealth for you he has made provision for prosperity he has made provision for healing he has made provision for liberation it is just for you to come into that covenant. It's just for you to accept that Christ into your heart today. When you accept Christ into your heart as your Lord and personal Savior, every promises that God has made given unto you, we will definitely lay claim of it. And if you are with me and you are saying this word, say, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my heart. Save me. Because I know your death in cross of Calvary has already given me redemption. And I know that as long as I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and personal Savior, I am redeemed with Christ. I accept you as my personal Savior. I ask that you wash me with the blood of Jesus and cleanse me. And I know that I'm safe. If you say this simple prayer, I want you to rejoice because they rejoice in heaven. The Bible says that when the parable of the shepherd, he left 99 to go after one two, and there was jubilation in heaven. So if you are among those that said this, I want to congratulate you into into heaven and to congratulate you that your name is being written in the book of life which is christ which is where we are all going to christ has gone to eternity to make a place for us i want to tell you that it is welcome home that's the voice that's telling you that is the celebration that is going on in heaven right now angels are rejoicing over your soul angels are rejoicing over your life i say welcome to the family of god i pray that the lord almighty is going to hold you steadfast and all that is you are needed all that you be needed to be able to grow in the relationship with God will make it available. He will keep you in the company of rightful people. Bible says iron sharpen iron. And I will encourage you again if you have a Bible believing church, try and continue to join believers so that your faith can be sharpened. And if you don't have a believer church, I want you to know that you need just to pray that God will lead you to somewhere. The beauty about Nigeria is that there is church everywhere. Just try to find a Bible-believing church, a place that they talk about Christ, a place that their faith, their adultery is unto God. And I pray that the Lord is going to hold our feet and is going to make you stronger in Jesus' name. Today is going to be a wonderful day, and I decree that all the blessing that God, Bible says the daily Lord of the benefit, the blessing that is relating to today, that has our name on it. We claim, we lay claim of them. And Nigeria is to the Lord. Have a lovely day. Remain blessed. Bye-bye for now.